Moncrief on News Talk. All over the world, people are in some kind of mental, psychological, emotional pain. What words have you heard around mental health? Crazy? Lost it. Can't keep it together. With that stigma of being labeled the other, the telling of the story, being able to say, this is what happened to me, is crucial. To make that decision to receive help is not a sign of weakness. In today's world, more than ever, it is a sign of strength. That is a little piece from uh, Tell Me You Can't See, uh, which is on, have I got the name of that right? Uh, let me see. The Me You Can't See. Sorry, The Me You Can't See, uh, which is on currently on TV. And to tell us more about it, James Dempsey is here. James, how are you today? Hiya, Tom. How are you? I'm very well indeed. I can't help but notice, James, as I look down at your notes from today's uh, programmes, no terrestrial TV shows. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, unfortunately, I guess we're, we're, we've got a bit of a, a COVID backlog, right, where productions are, are lesser and the streamers are kind of taking over in that regard. But I, I do normally make an effort to try and find something on terrestrial, but this week right. I'm not. Yeah, no, intriguing. You've, you've Apple TV Plus here, Netflix to come, and Amazon after that. This one is on Apple TV, isn't it? And it's it's again a, br a brilliant coming together of Oprah Winfrey and Prince Harry. <laughs> yeah, this time with uh, with Meghan only mentioned. So this is um, kind of this has great pedigree and. Uh, on it, on its own legs, it's fine, but it just doesn't really add an awful lot to the discourse, I would say, right? So it is a show essentially about um, mental health and how people, you know, people with mental health issues access uh, the supports that they may need in order to to improve their lives. And in it, you get it's directed by um, Asif Kapadia, who won, uh, I think he's won two Oscars for Senna and for Amy, those two really, really good documentaries done about Amy Winehouse, uh, co-directed uh, co by a, an American filmmaker named Don Porter. And it is uh, you know, it is again a coming together of Oprah Winfrey and Prince Harry as they have this sort of sit down, not outside this time. Obviously, COVID conditions <laughs> had improved <laughs> between them, the interview the and, and this one. They're sitting in a room with beautiful soft furnishings. Everyone is perfectly lit and they have these sort of, uh, you know, frank discussions um, about mental health. And then intercut throughout the five hour long episodes are then these sort of like 15 minute vignettes that have different people talking about different sort of uh, issues or struggles they may have had and how they have potentially overcome them or how they continue in the process of living with them, we'll say. And uh, it's sort of a mixed bag, right? Because um, at the end of the day, you're looking at it and, uh, the, you know, when we're looking particularly at the interview between Oprah and Harry, uh, neither of these are experts, right? I'm not saying that they have mm. got valuable lived experiences or that they don't have access to amazing treatment or indeed haven't done great philanthropy they have done all of those things but they're not mental health experts in and of them own in and of themselves so they're sort of having this back and forth that is a quite superficial conversation and hitting all the right notes but not really sort of illuminating anything uh, to any viewer that hasn't seen any other documentary about mental health of which there have been many and many in the last sort of decade we'll say and we can be guaranteed many more to come because obviously there's this huge stigma to overcome and that this is playing part of that 
where the show is much more interesting is in these vignettes, right? Where it goes off into the different people. And it does one with, with Oprah. It does one with Harry, billed as such. And those are both very interesting. But there's a really, really good one with Lady Gaga in the first episode. She's billed as Stephanie, not as Lady Gaga, where she talks about okay. suffering this, this terrible abuse as a teenager and how she has lived with that trauma ever since. There's one with Glenn Close. There's uh, one with Zach Williams, who's the son of Robin Williams. There's one with a, a, like an award-winning chef named Rashad Armstead. And they all go through their various problems. And I guess it's just like, uh, you know, I, I, I guess it's just much more uh, honest, right? Because they're not, it, it, it doesn't feel like this staged conversation between Oprah Winfrey and Harry the Duke of Sussex, where they kind of have to help frame the entire episode by having these very sort of hitting the point conversations. When the others are talking, it's much more frank and flowing and raw and lived in and honest and interesting because of that. Mm. But again, then there's this problem that all of these people are incredibly successful uh, and are very uh, affluent people and have access to all of the various kinds of treatments that uh, they ca- that they need or that they have a- that they have access in order to sort of improve their their life and it doesn't really go in as how you as the at home viewer who yeah. admittedly is affluent enough that you have a subscription to Apple TV, right? Uh, which potentially offers some indication of your lifestyle, but only the most superficial one at that. But like, it doesn't really offer any kind of guidance of, uh, you know, how you might overcome uh, in anyone's country, like the the lack of access to to mental health care, the the, the crises that are existing in, in multiple countries that are only exacerbated by the pandemic. It doesn't really offer any of that, right? So if you're mm. looking for like a it's going to sound like terrible if you're looking for like a really superficial documentary about a mental health this is the one and it hits all the, the one right for you <laughs> well i it i can only assume people are looking for um a really superficial guide to mental health because it's 92 percent on, on rotten tomatoes i couldn't have which is really high um so people are enjoying it reviews are absolutely the opposite and and i noticed that everyone's making the point that it, it doesn't help ordinary people uh, access the help they might need for their mental health. Uh, you know, it's a different world if you're Lady Gaga or Glenn Close or one of those and you have the money and, and you know, to get the help you need. It's different if you're not able to get that help. So, uh, but as you say, though, if you want, um, if you want a nice superficial look at it, this is the one for you. Right. Like what I want to say is, you know, all of these episodes are incredibly well made. They are very entertaining. It's just they don't offer any answers, right? That's it. Yeah, I think as we emerge from COVID-19, one of the things that we're all bringing to the table now is this incredibly developed critical faculty for TV. Because we've all watched so much of it, James. We've all watched (laughs) so much. So... (laughs) We our expectations are going up. Um, the next one sounds like it's a bit more uh, escapist. It's on uh, Netflix. It's called Hal- Halston, and it has Ewan McGregor in it, which I think is going to get a lot of people's attention. Take a listen to this. I have a vision. I'm going to change the face of American fashion. What we need is to figure out your signature. What's going to make me see some gorgeous woman and say, that's a Halston? I've been an outsider my whole life. My wife, she thinks you're a genius. I think that's a dangerous word. I think what you call yourself a genius, you stop growing. 
I think a lot of people will find interesting about this, James, is that it's based on a true story, a fashion designer that nobody's ever really heard of, as far as I can see. <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't know if you could say that. He has like some very, very, very iconic designs. I think, you know, there's this like Lauren Hutton at the Oscars dress in the 1970s with this fur coat that is, you know, considered one of the top 10 looks at the Oscars of all time ever. But anyway, you okay. will, it, it is fair to say that he, uh, he certainly Holston, uh, is not a household name, right? But he, he I mean, he lived quite a, a extravagant, fabulous life and uh, succumbed uh, uh, in 1990 to, uh, uh, well, he, he to an untimely death that I won't go into because it will certainly okay. be a spoiler, right? But um, this is sort of a very interesting, uh, no, that's not true. This is a perfectly <laughs> competent drama, but it's not very interesting, right? What you get here is like another kind of like rags to riches to rags story of this, you know, uh, eccentric creative who just has the vision and uh, and and must get it out. And then along come the drugs and alcohol and all that, right? And there is like, the you know, we have seen this story a million times before. Every sort of like rock and roll movie, every artist movie, every like every i mean we have seen this story a million times right now what you get here is a lot of kind of missed opportunities because holston was this like larger than life very urbane sophisticated you know uh, gay wit right like this kind of like you know, oscar wilde wit kind of able to throw out these okay. incredibly uh, incredibly bitchy but also really funny barbs and Ewan McGregor does a really good job at that when he gets those barbs to get the problem is all of the emotional side is really rather underplayed like for example it's only five episodes long I think they're even less than an hour each so this is by definition a miniseries and you know you're watching this show and I think maybe in episode three or four Halston's, you know, Halston picks up the phone and he just collapses on the ground and we we learn that his mother has dropped dead. And at no point in the series up to this point has he had any relationship with his mother <laughs> as an adult, right? But okay. he is like literally devastated. You know, when he when this woman, you know, when his mother dies off screen, the next thing we see is, you know, him going to a funeral. And I like, I, I in my head, I was going like, who has died? Is it one of the characters that walked off the screen in minutes ago? I have no idea what's going on here. What is beautiful is the production design. And I will say, um, you know, it, it, like Halston as a brand was all about like flowing, you know, flowing fabrics. And uh, it, it captures this real sense of like 70s, 80s style and aesthetic. And his best friend was like Liza Minnelli. He dressed her in all this stuff. He he was a regular at Studio 54. It's that kind of New York God. world. The style Just, of you're the painting show, this picture. You know, you're painting a picture of fashion, sex, drugs, Studio yeah. 54, and Ian yeah. McGregor, and you're telling me it's not that interesting. It's yeah, it kind yeah. I regret to say it. Yeah, like I like I, I again. I want to say this is not bad, right? I happily made my way through this series, but what is really the the kind of the 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 well the the most enjoyable part of it is just how nice it looks, right? The whole thing is okay. gorgeous. All of the sets, all of the clothes, all of that is absolutely fantastic. The rest of it is just kind of paint by numbers, uh, kind of bio series, biopic stuff. All of, right. Of of torture genius, you know, huge success, and then me meteoric rise and and huge fall, and it doesn't really manage to do anything to sort of like 
hook you or or you know or particularly gain sympathy for Halston's fall when it actually comes right you just yeah. kind of don't like him enough uh, to kind of really okay. <laughs> not that I'm saying you want to see him fail but yeah. but but like he it's hasn't he, he hasn't yeah well disappointed is about right, right yeah okay I am um, my my weeknight uh, weeknights remain open at this point so all I can say um, and <laughs> we're running short of time don't won't can't play the clip from panic but okay. it sounds a bit YA. I'll give you the straight off. <laughs> it sounds a bit YA. Panic. What's it all about? So this is about uh, a, a teen drama on on Amazon Prime, and it's about this uh, small town, backwater town in Texas, where all your where the seniors in the high school are are gathering money all year long and then in the summertime they take part in this challenge it's called panic it's a game and uh, these judges set these like kind of fear factor style tasks and challenges and they whittle down the high school seniors until they're left with just one who claims this fifty thousand dollar prize and into that fray comes our our heroine heather nil who is like you know a perfect uh, paragon of everything all american apple pie sweetness you know she can do no wrong and she's just trying to get out of town she wants to become an accountant <laughs> and she uh, her mother has stolen her college fund so she needs the fifty thousand dollars to get out and in across the 10 episodes you get her taking part in these like increasingly outlandish and silly challenges and i watched the trailer and i thought oh yeah okay it kind of looks like you know i don't know like archie meets saw or something like that right and i thought we were going to get these really viscerally violent challenges that they were going to be doing and really at the end of the day they're not that bad right they're like oh, they're, they're, they're you know you're kind of watching like oh yeah it's made for tv and it's made for teenagers so fair enough <laughs> But the truth okay. is, like, if you're looking for some sort of like silly summer escapism, for you know, with a bit of teen drama and angst and drinking and and then running around in fields in the dark, then this will absolutely hit that spot. <laughs> well, I'm sure people will recognise themselves in that description, James. So uh, thank you very much for that. Um, I think my my weeknights still remain open. Uh, James, thank you very much indeed. James Dems, they're chatting through TV on the radio. You're listening to Moncrief Show here on News Talk and After the News, stuff that changed the world. Moncrief on News Talk.